0: Hey guys and welcome to the MSC Performance Podcast Series 5, Episode 11. Today joined myself, Luke Rogers and coach Max Craven. Max, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful, Luke. Very good. Um, The sun is shining, the pigeons are tweeting... Unfortunately, people know about the Pigeons. Yes. Don't don't mention the Pigeons. No. Um,
0: but yeah, today we're going to have a little bit of a chat um, all about uh, Max's training for the Turf Games. How you can probably incorporate some concurrent training, which just means training multiple qualities um, in multiple sessions rather than just like focusing on one goal. Like how did he manage his training for the Turf Games, which we'll talk through kind of what the demands were, how he found it and how his training uh, led into that. I'll talk a little bit about uh my holiday. Your holiday. Uh, not sure i Not sure if I mentioned it. The Algarve. No, oh, no, no. Uh, but talking about like how you can manage your training around. <laughs> how you can manage your training around your holidays, like stuff that you can do if you wanted to continue to train, or what you should do if you're looking to have a bit of rest, etc. Um, and then yeah, a bit of a general chat about like things that you can do to little low hanging fruit to help improve yes. your training inside the gym. So first off, do you want to tell us a little bit? Well, first off, do you want to announce your news?
1: Oh yeah. So I think. Um, if you if you are part of the five listeners who are listening, um, I well if you am, are listening, you are one of the five listeners. Of course, yeah. Uh, paradox. Um, I am leaving reluctantly. I'm leaving MSC. Um, this is the first public announcement that I've made. I think most people around the gym kind of know anyway. It's been Chinese whispers thing, but yeah, I am um, moving to the big city. Yeah. How does that make you feel? I, all jokes aside, like I'm
0: genuinely going to miss you, and I think it's a it's a shame for the gym. I think you're a nice part of the gym. Um, you'll be easily replaced, but yes, yes, of course. And we'll forget who you are within a couple of months.
1: But yeah.
0: Yeah, it was nice, having not
1: you? No, I've, I've, <laughs> i have i, I I'm a serious. Um, this is <laughs> genuinely. It's probably been one of like, if not the best years of my adult life. Really, just with regards to. It's been the first bit of work that I've actually woken up and enjoyed and been excited to come to every day um i don't want to get too deep on it because it's only a, it's only a little one but um yeah learned a lot from you mark steve max kitty Lot i've learned so much from everyone um in this industry and hopefully i'll obviously take it forward into life but yeah life happens i'm afraid people move around um i'm uh like i always joke obviously but like I'm,
0: I'm i'm really i'm first of all i'm happy for you i'm really happy for you i'm, I'm happy that you're you know doing what you want to do and you're taking a gamble we have to take a gamble in life and you want to move you know you want to move down south but yeah. i think london's amazing you're gonna have a great time down there hopefully like i said you've enjoyed it here you can take that forward into your next coaching job and mate you'll be you'll be sorely missed. We got a bit emotional um, on that. I know. Can we go, back, like, uh, to, can we go back to the un- horrible to horrible speech? I sat tonight and I
1: think I came over a little bit tipsy <laughs> and started
0: saying, um, um, and he's like, no, not tonight. I was like, okay, we'll save it for uh.
1: I remember you, you came up and me and go, oh, no, I'm horrible, but we actually miss you, Max. <laughs> we'll
0: miss you. It's getting, uh, know, getting yeah. deep. But yes, yeah, so um, we are going to have a, a, a leaving drink for, for Max on the 22nd. Um, details to be announced, but it would be amazing to see as many of you down there just to, to wish Max um, a farewell and a... Good luck in his new home of London. Yes. Um, but yeah, so obviously moving down to London. Outside of that, you've just done the the turf games. Yes, which not was also tough in Mudder, not Was it? Tough,
1: it was also in London. Yeah, not tough Mudder, which you keep calling it. Um, but yeah, so tell just, us
0: a little bit first for people that don't know what is the what is the turf games.
1: Um, so turf games is a functional fitness event which takes into account probably multiple aspects of fitness, strength, all these different components. And it basically puts it all into one in different styles of competition. So you can either enter this turf games in three different sections. So you can either go everyday athlete, which is um, kind of your beginners, if you want to just get into a bit of a competition style. You got your intermediate, and then you got your elite. And then from which that- did you enter us? We did intermediate. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you can either enter as duos, so same-sex duos. You can either go mixed duos, so male-female, you can go five of the same sex, so either five males, five females, or you can go six—three men or three females. You were five men. We were five men. Yeah. So
0: I thought at first you were doing just your one pal and then I saw the pictures and saw that there was the team of five with Jonah, with Jonah, ex, yeah, uh, uh, former member who also exactly. moved away. Yes. Uh, did he's he? A, did he ever take his top off? I can't remember.
1: Um, I did. I don't did... actually think I saw his top on. To yes. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. I think. Um, I mean if I had his rig I'd probably have my top off all the time Luke if you were there honestly I've never seen so many fit people in one tonight like I was was having this conversation um, you were the fat one yes yes I was actually Um, I was having this conversation with a few of them and saying like what actually other event is there in the world besides maybe like cross crossing games, games, sure. that, that is there going to be four i think it was 4 thousand people were there that there's going to be that many people with that good reach in the same space and i actually couldn't I couldn't what what I like about that is that you've
0: you know it's very performance orientated but then this is everything we, we try and push where we're not like in a gym that chases us fetties, but everyone's got that underlying I want to look good Yeah. but then just pursuing performance and trying to be strong trying to be fit trying to develop your speed and power the nice outcome of that is that you will be in great shape yeah. there's no sprinters that are in bad shape exactly. if you want to be really good at the you know the functional fitness which functional fitness is just you're good at air orbit work you're good at strength yeah. work you're good at everything yeah. you can do
1: everything uh, if you're prepared for all of that you're going to be in fantastic shape yeah 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 definitely and it is it is a motivating thing not even from the aesthetic side seeing all these big units like males and females actually shift it's so motivating like, well I remember the um, when you did the um, Forders. Oh, the Forders one yeah. And there was that Bunch of lads And like
0: Respectfully There was a couple of them That were like Bigger guys Like I'm not talking Like they were Big heavy guys They were like But they were big guys Yeah, they like They could shift And they had some engines And I was super super impressed Yeah it's motivating isn't it Because yeah. my, my girlfriend
1: Came to watch And she doesn't really do um Crossfit or, th- or That kind of training per se She trains at Hex In London <laughs> <laughs> Yes Yes she does um, And She said I'm like I've never been more motivated coming to this event, and like I left like um, feeling more motivated. Like even though I was battered after, yeah, 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 like yeah. you, you just want to so it So, give us like a couple of examples of like what the events were because we've all seen a couple of bits online. Yeah. Um, so the way it basically worked, you do. There was two kind of strength based events, which was like. There was one which was a shoulder to overhead, a clean and a front squat, all different reps, but I won't go into detail. Then you go straight into like um, a ground to overhead with a certain amount of weight as your team. So that's all very close together. You then do kind of like an engine workout, which you'd call it, which is like very metabolic, like Capacity, dumbbells, yeah. yeah, some sandbags and a concept tube bike. Then you go into more aerobic, which was rowing, skiing, running, burpees. And then the last event is more skill-based. So it's the worm, some toaster bars so on the bar. Rope the bars. worm with the is it squatting the worm? That's yes, you do. loads it's, of different movements with it. So you do squats. You so do it's thrusters. Just awkward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, and it's more about team stuff. So that's where like us as a team, as as the five, uh, we're all really good pals. We live on different parts in different parts of the country, so we'd only have one training session. Yeah and even still that one training session we had we hadn't even practiced with a worm so our first bit of practice was five minutes before the yeah, event, really yeah, and that is like even though we're all fit lads that is what really lets it's, a, it's a skill thing isn't it you know you've got yeah. to get used to it and even if you could have like a
0: day just one session on the worm beforehand, just to familiarize 100 yeah
1: um
0: so yeah, brilliant what what did your training look like like give us an example of your because i think a lot of people are really interested in the concurrent training and might not know we talk about it a lot with like the research about prioritizing what you want to be the best at but if you want to be good at everything like what did a, a weekly kind of micro cycle look for yourself
1: i'd say so an average four week cycle
0: no let's just talk one week
1: yes like okay how many um, sessions a week sorry yeah so one week i'll be doing i try and get five sessions in a week um, I won't take into account like when I was doing rugby and stuff. Yeah, just it just would five for functional. Track. Five functional, and then the start of every session would vary. It would your start would be kind of like your big strength movement, your big Olympic lift, your gymnastic movement, something like that, and it would vary throughout the day, and it would vary through your microcycles, so everything you want to work on. But for example, you do like a heavy squat one day, some kind of snatch, some kind of clean, and then some kind of gymnastic work as well with that, Um, and then that would all vary depending on the day that you've got. So one day it might be like, I don't know, some heavy percentages, all that kind of stuff. Another day it might be like an EMOM with some heavy working, but you're working under a little bit more fatigue. And then another day it might be some things paired with movement. So it's it's really all dependent in which part you are within the training cycle. But the main thing is, as you're saying with the concurrent, concurrent training, there's so many different things that you need to train within that functional fitness world. So it is really hard to get it all in to a 4 week. That's why you've got to obviously cycle in throughout the year. Um, so there's
0: different times of the year you're prioritising the different qualities. Exactly. Like I always talk to Mark about the vertical integration, you're always training all of them, but one's a bit more prioritised. Yes,
1: Yeah. So especially with this, because the events weren't released to a week before, you've literally just got to more or less train everything throughout the year. And luckily, as you said, because you are training everything, but some things are more prioritised, you will have a good understanding of all those movements. But... The main, the main outcome is be strong, move well, have a good aerobic fitness. That's so, the main thing. So let's, you know, let's.
0: If you're doing five sessions a week, how many of them would all five have some kind of strength element or gymnast? Like maybe three of them are strength, a couple of them are gymnastics, or yes. weightlifting. yeah. So the, the gymnastics stuff,
1: the gymnastics stuff would vary. So sometimes it would be like I don't know, heavy pull-ups or some handstand push-ups or something like that, where it is hard to do strength wise and then another time it would be more technique technical based. so like your muscle ups your toaster bar um dips ring dips anything like that so it would all it would all vary depending on that but throughout that four week block obviously the way all blocks work you would increase in weight the and then ideally be the heaviest on that fourth week
0: and then we've like the so yeah you're always doing some kind of strength work every single session or, yes. or gym or weightlifting stuff in terms of like the engine stuff would that be like hard capacity stuff or would some be more like outcome stuff or output stuff
1: so it all same thing so depending on what you've done at the start so if you've gone a little bit more e-mommy at the start that's going to get quite a bit of a sweat on anyway i don't think there's much i reckon maybe one or two days a week where you would go heavy percentage based with a good amount of rest in between most of the strength stuff you'll only have maybe maximum minutes rest kind of thing so you're always a little bit fatigued but then
0: yeah i think when i had to look at your thing it was um squat every 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 on the three minutes so yeah every, every three minutes yeah. for five sets so, so that's it's like three
1: minutes rest that's probably about two and
0: a half minutes rest exactly, time exactly. Rest.
1: um but yeah say it's more e at the start your last bit of work will probably be a little bit more like engine based a so lot like, sorry not engine more aerobic oh, so okay, it like, okay. yeah so it'll be more aerobic so like load of rowing load of work that you're probably going to be working zone two zone three that kind of place and then, if you've gone for like a heavy strengthening at the start, that's when it's going to be like blast five, six minutes and wrap, go hard, pure, mm. pure like just trying to get through as much as like much work as possible. And then they're the worst ones, really. Yeah, Any anytime with the lactate building up, it's yeah, exactly it's horrible. And if you're not used to being in that like that that lactate that, like lactate phase it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. Um, the hurt locker. Yeah, whereas the aerobic stuff where you're working for 20, 30 minutes plus. Submaximally, yeah. It's yeah. hard at the start, but once you get into a little bit of a rhythm, it's you're actually okay, because okay, yeah. you're never gonna fail any reps or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas those first early ones, when you go in like anything under 10 minutes, it's hard, man, just because you're absolutely, like your heart rate's going straight up there if you haven't walked up properly, and then holding it there as well is, is horrible. Sure. It's hard work. Um, but I mean, it's hard training. Like, yeah. building up to it, my body was knackered like yeah. I, unless you're in a good place for it it is really hard to train like that but i
0: think it's really cool to like let, let's say you don't want to quite get to the level of doing like intermediate tough games which from what i understand is like a good level but let's say you just want to train and i think if you haven't got like a second like i obviously want to powerlift yeah. you want to be this you want to be a bit of everything if you haven't got this one like i want to be the best weightlifter or i want to be the best powerlifter or i want to be the best runner if you just want to be good at everything it's a fantastic way to train and, and being able to do a bit of everything is, is a great thing to be it, able to do.
1: It is really good actually and like, I often found, so depending on what your motivations are within the gym, you obviously want to lift the most amount of weight when you do your powerlifting, other people want to lift the most when they do their Olympic lifting, some, some people, people want to be able to run exactly, the fastest marathon. The yeah. good thing with that is like, for me I love challenging myself, I love going into new fields of movement, of work, of all of this. And I know a lot of CrossFitters, functional fitness people like to do that as well. Um, and actually challenging yourself in that field is so good because even though obviously you'll do it in cycles, you can have a completely new movement that you need to learn, which is just, it's, it's cool I think.
0: I mean also, yeah, absolutely that. Because I think one of the big th- mistakes people make is like they feel like they almost have to do a certain style of training. You see it now where people are like, I want to get strong, so I have to do barbell training. It's like, well, actually, if you don't enjoy barbell training, you could probably just do dumbbells, or you could yeah. just do machines. Exactly. There's other avenues. When you're doing this style of training that you're doing, you, you're definitely going to find something that you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And even if, like, you don't, like... Some people enjoy the routine of doing the same thing over and over again. Myself, for an example. Yeah. You know, the... <laughs> but the, but the, <laughs> but no. the other, other people really enjoy the variation, and they enjoy, like, having... Something different to work on all the time. So it's like week one or session one, I'm doing some Olympic lifting. Session two, I'm doing oh strength training. Yeah. Session three, gym. It, it really can be that that can be really motivating for people. Yeah, yeah, more yeah, definitely. Variability. Yeah, it is good. Like so, where would if you were like okay, let's say you're brand new to the gym, you don't want to be the strongest or that you want to be good at everything. Yeah. You got three or four sessions a week to train. Yeah. How would you kind of what would be a decent recommendation for people like? They want to be within the
1: functional fitness kind of world, just, maybe they just
0: want to be good at, at. They want to be strong. They want to be fast. They want to be good condition. They want to be. They want to train all the qualities that you train, even yeah. if not in a, compas- a, a competitive
1: yeah. element. Like, what would add two or three strength parts, two or three engine? What would you? Yeah, In yeah. general, you pair them together as well. So, like all four sessions, I think you can literally base it off doing strength dash kind of tying in maybe technique work with your Olympic lifting. Some kind of EMOM stuff, so you're working under a little bit of fatigue, aerobic work to finish. And that, that's as simple as you said. So, would you maybe me. say, like, the
0: four sessions you do some strength training or some Olympic yeah. lifting, then two of them you might do more capacity, and other times you might do more, like, sorry, aerobic, and other times you might do yes. more kind of lactate work? Yeah,
1: exactly. And th- the main thing is that, like, depending on the individual, you don't really want people. So, people have this stigma that I know a lot of CrossFitters do have really bad technique and stuff, but. The main fundamental is actually learning everything properly first before you even start doing anything under large amounts of fatigue, because that's when injury can come into it. You'd only put in movements where you are working under fatigue if you've got good technique there yeah. already. So it's like if you've got a horrible front rack position and you can't do a, re- a front squat, you're not going to give some. If you can't thrusters. do four
0: reps, yeah. If you can't yeah. do four reps of a front squat normally, you're not going to do a thruster. Exactly. So it's the it's, prerequisite to doing that is learning to do that first.
1: Exactly. So you learn you learn those movements first. But then first. You, can,
0: you can model your other engine work around that. So say, like, okay. Exactly. At the minute, I can't do a first step but
1: what I can do is I can do a kettlebell press. Yeah. Or I can do I don't know anything out? push press exactly box jump you you can literally program everything around it so it's main like technique work to make sure everything's right whether you start absolutely stripping everything back and go from the start and then basically your engine aerobic work all around that I mean and that's, c-
0: that's the key there, because what you've just said, because some people have got, oh, I can't do this yet, so I'm going to avoid doing any injury work. And then by the time you've learned to do a front mat, it could be like three months, you've missed out on three months of hard training. Exactly. So the key, like you said, is, is knowing where to push and knowing where to work on technique, but still yeah. allowing yourself to push those elements with different exercises. Exactly.
1: And it's all, for, an example of that is, um, a lot of people in the gym are interested in learning like handstand presses at the moment, and it's like, having that in a workout is probably not going to be no. useful if they're learning that. So, Easy ways to work around it: normal push-ups, pipe press-up, pipe press-up. Yeah, like there's so many variations. But then do your it. handstand press-ups at the start and do your technique stuff. Exactly, exactly that. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, if if anyone has, while I am still here, no, no. If if you, anyone, want,
0: <laughs> you, if you want to speak, Yura he's really cleared up on his functional fitness. So speak, yeah. speak to Yura or Kitty. No, but
1: uh, utilize utilize us as staff as much as possible. If you are interested in going down that kind of route of training, um, I would highly recommend it. It's very it's very eye-opening, it's very humbling sometimes, so I was Going yeah. go, 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 go back to one thing you said about Crossfitters having bad, t- I, I disagree with that,
0: mm. at big time, and I think
1: whenever- it's the stigma
0: it, I said though. This, like, that's very true, yeah. that's very, you did say that. But let's say, like, you see the videos of people with bad technique, but you see that for everywhere, um, and the more people that do things, the worse the bottom end is. Yeah. So like, you know, you look at fucking powerlifters, their technique at the bottom end is terrible. I was at a powerlifting comp at the weekend, it was a lot of people's first competitions. Mm. And some of the mistakes people are making, and you're like, you watch the British and that doesn't happen, but that's yeah. because that's the best of the country. But then you get to a regional competition and people are making like real novice mistakes. Yeah. Not in terms of like just technique, I'm talking like simple stuff like not listening to commands and stuff. Yeah. So like the bottom end is always gonna be where where people judge. And they're the that go
1: viral as well, aren't they? Exactly. The you watch people make those yeah, yeah. you're
0: not some. watching like the CrossFitters clean. 150 kilo, and be like, "Wow, that's amazing." You're watching someone like really, really bad technique. They probably shouldn't be doing it, but they're just starting out. Yeah, yeah. Um, So when you judge it at the bottom end, it looks terrible. But that's the same with anything you watch. The worst level of rugby. If you're going to watch Sunday League football, oh, it's terrible. Slide tackles galore. It's it was, people yeah. punching each other in the back of the head. You're like, this is yeah. football. Yeah. And it's like they're playing on a pitch with like a hill on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the bottom end of everything looks bad, but then yeah, like you got to look past that and actually open up your eyes a little bit more and say that that they're just beginner people. Beginner anything yeah. anything's pretty bad.
1: I would always recommend. So whether it's powerlifting, um, CrossFit, functional fitness, like. Me going to watch you do powerlifting, I felt motivated after. Me going to turf games, even though, and I competed, I felt motivated yeah, after. Yeah. I just think in that whole world, if you get yourself to competitions and get yourself viewing stuff, it will be such a good eye opener and yeah. motivator for a lot of people that if you are stuck in that kind of. That little in-between of just training's not really doing too much at the moment. Go find, find something. Yeah, yeah, go find something to go and have a look at. The like, other thing is, mate, if you're finding training not interesting, like go and watch other sports, man. Yeah, like
0: yeah. I've been watching Wimbledon this week and um like you watch Djokovic, he's talking about Djokovic, and he's like, he's my age, he's getting yeah. towards the tail end. Apparently his diet's the best diet in the world of like anyone in tennis, everything's on and you're like, man, that is sick. Like yeah. he's still the best in the world and he's still pushing it hard. Yeah. Because everything's on point. And I find that super motivating.
1: It is, it is, and like even even I'm not a huge tennis fan. But you can appreciate it, yeah. Yesterday, I watched, um, what's his name? Eubank. Did you watch that Class. game? Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. that two hours or whatever. Two that two hours? Was, yeah, the yeah. I watched that. I, I never watched tennis really. Watch that because it was like, he was an underdog, he's unranked. And it's like, there you go. And it, even if, I don't know, if, if another sport comes up and like a, someone who's not expected to be in the semi finals, finals, is getting through, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just, it's, it's motivating, isn't it? To just see. watching
0: anyone master their craft and be phenomenal i just love it yeah. any any yeah. sport man any yeah sport. definitely like everyone went mad for that bowler do you remember the like, who do you think you are i am that all got. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> so <laughs> class to watch you i'm <laughs> i'm the best
1: that's <laughs> me that's right i did it um that was funny about yeah. that was um so yeah, yeah i was saying
0: like training but then go and enjoy the sports as well man like yeah yeah it's cool
1: um so luke um, maybe we get onto the topic of your holiday and not about the
0: holiday but training around the training
1: holiday. around the holiday of yeah course. so i just yeah. thought
0: it'd be good like this is the time of year everyone's going away and um, some people uh, maybe a little bit worried about not being able to train for a week or two so i thought like there's a couple of things we could talk about there and uh, also talk about if you wanted to continue training i will say that you don't have to train when you go on holiday no. there's a lot of people myself include when i go on holiday like I go away a few times a year, but when I, for, for a couple of times in the, when I go away, I won't train. Yeah, this time I trained once when I was out there, and I was going to talk about like having a flexible template. But if you don't want to train, you don't have to train. Completely and I know trained. it's really um, what's the word like. Um, everyone says it. it's like um, it doesn't matter like the week of Christmas it doesn't mm. matter if you have that week off it's the other 52 51 weeks of the year yeah. it's a little bit like that to be honest like if you're consistent for 48 to 50 weeks of the year but you have a couple of weeks off for your holiday or you have a week off for a holiday and a week off for Christmas it doesn't matter that much well
1: exactly yeah so, and I guess you tie in that I think we did a podcast on it before where we touch on it a little bit There was that study done, wasn't there? I can't remember who did it, but it was something like two weeks. To actually, yeah, to lose any significant muscle mass or strength is two weeks minimum. Like, that's for trained athletes, wasn't it? In the
0: study that you're on about, yeah, it was. I don't know how well trained they were, I can't remember but yeah it was a two week of non-training they lost nothing in terms of muscle size yeah nothing in terms of strength what normally happens is you come back and you feel a bit deconditioned yeah you, you know you've probably eaten and drank a little bit more and fair play you work hard all year so go and enjoy your holiday if that's what you want to do yeah. which absolutely of course most people will want to um, but yeah you don't need to worry then about coming back and of losing like exactly. I, I came back and I felt slightly sluggish and yeah. it's been four days and I've I had a fantastic session yesterday. Just it takes a couple of days to get back into yeah. it, but you're not losing anything in terms of like muscle mass. So conditions. what are your
1: so what are your recommendations then for someone who wants to go away and they don't really want to and they don't really want to train while they're away? How would you go with your training before and after then? You had a little um, recommendation so to, for that in the you two
0: Yeah, I've got a few recommendations actually. So first of all it depends on the length of the, the holiday. If you're having a week off and yeah. you don't want to train while you're away, phenomenal, fantastic, fair play. I'm not a massive fan of cramming sessions before and after. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, some people like to do that. So they're like, oh, I'm going to miss a week of training. So I might do two of the, let's say you train four days a week. You say, oh, I'm going to do two sessions extra the week before I go and two sessions extra when I come back. I, I've seen that a few times. I just don't think it ever works out. No. I think like when you start trying to do six sessions instead of four and it's that spike in the amount of work that you're doing, very rarely works out. And normally what you find is rather than having four good <laughs> sessions going on all day, you have six mediocre sessions, or you have three good sessions, three bad sessions, because yeah. you're kind of doing them back to back. You've lost your rest days. Uh, never really goes that well. Um, so if you're having a week, I would just say to be honest, like train as normal. Um, maybe just be a bit more aggressive with what you're doing the week before. Yeah. Um, so if you normally like you Could always work out your timeline so if you're you know you're going away in this week, you can say okay for the next four weeks before it, uh, I'm going to use that as that last block and I'm going to be a bit more aggressive with my loading and I'm going to give it a bit more of a push on that week forward, knowing that like if I am a little bit more fatigued, I don't need to worry coming into the next week of there being like a drop in my strength because I'm on holiday. So when I come back off holiday, I'm going to feel recovered anyway. So I'd say try not to cram your sessions, but if you are going on a hard day and you know ahead of time you could always be a little bit more aggressive with your loading leading up to it yeah. um, knowing that you haven't got to train the week after Yeah. and then I will say when you come back two options is one just get back in as normal especially if you've done the aggressive week week off you're starting back with a, probably an intro week anyway um, and I think like the general recommendation of your intro week is you're trying to build back up to your normal training volumes so you might go for a week that's if you normally do four sets of squats you might do three sets or you might do two sets then the next week you do three just bridging that gap a little bit more yes kind of back towards your your normal amounts of training and i think that's probably a good idea one rule that i really like is the amount of time that you have off 50 percent of that time is how long it takes to get back into it so if you've had two weeks off you need to have an easy week, and then you'd be pretty much back to full strength. Mm-hmm. If you've had a week off, you only need two sessions really. You'd be back to normal. So it does depend on the length of the holiday, uh, but definitely using like an intro week or an intro yeah. couple of days, depending on how long you have had off. I think is probably um, a useful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to be honest, like I said, like in the grand scheme of it, it's just not
1: going to matter that much. No, um, and especially depending on the holiday you've got. Like, especially like there's nothing worse. I think if people are going away for holidays, where like I'm naturally an active person, when I'm away on holiday. I don't really like sitting down doing nothing. Like I like being stuff. up, walking, doing all that kind of stuff. Like, you're gonna be moving and stuff. Your activity levels are still gonna be high, so it's like it's not gonna have any effect at all. Yeah. If anything, you stay inactive, which is really useful to you. But if you do want to chill, I was gonna say like, you're saying. Like, it's, I'm just I'm saying that
0: I enjoy going for a walk, but I just enjoy a couple of days just chilling at the beach. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If that's what you want to do, because it's, it's literally one week a year or two weeks a year, you've earned it. You know, you work all year to have a couple of weeks holiday. Um, so absolutely enjoy it, but if yeah, you want to yeah. keep being active, yeah, you'll be sub- like you can come back feeling great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think like if you want to, con- if you do want to train on a holiday, some people give that a bad rap, thinking oh, I'll just have a break. But if you really enjoy training, then crack on and train. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, And often what you can find is like you can just replace the sessions that you do with like other stuff. Like if you gen- if you're just training to like stay in shape, you swap doing a couple of gym sessions for I don't know tennis on the, yeah, uh, on the an beach activity. or like uh, yeah. volleyball on the beach or you know dreaming yeah something enjoyable yeah. like that but if you did want to yes. well if you go to like an all-inclusive resort there's lots of like little uh yeah, a bit yeah, of yeah. water polo <laughs> paddle boarding yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah i was gonna say that if you uh if you do want to continue training then again there should be no stigma around that that like actually you enjoy training i know a few people that want that enjoy training when they're away and yeah f- more cup to them if that's what they want to do What they do want to do a lot of times is then just reduce the sessions down. And then I think there's a couple of rules that you can use there as well. So if you're having like a week where you want to train, but you want a holiday, I would say that first of all, try and get it to be like an easy week. You don't want to be on holiday out of routine, eating and drinking a little bit differently than you normally would do and trying to do your heaviest training. Yeah. Yeah. But what you could do is do like, you know, if you look at the law of like diminished returns that every set that you do, you get less and less of return. Again, similar to like a deload or an intro week. If you normally do four sets of squats, you might just do two sets. Yeah. So you're getting a good amount of return for your effort, but the amount of time it's taking to the session is just massively reduced. And you just wanna try and get out, in and out of the gym like as quickly as you can. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. like just, yeah, lower diminished returns, drop your set count down. So when I was away, I trained once. Instead of doing three sets and everything, I did two sets yeah. and it literally knocks off a third of the time of the session. Yeah, so yeah, instead yeah. of being an hour and a half, it's an hour. And then you're in and out fairly quickly and you can enjoy the rest of your holiday. and yeah. It's fantastic.
1: Um, nice no I like that good recommendations yeah I've got more you've got more
0: I'm still going
1: keep going buddy
0: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah so yeah lower diminished returns um, have a slightly easier week mm. um, would be the key and I think like also then if you want to enjoy your food and you want to enjoy your drink like if you are going to be training just be mindful around the sessions to yeah. try and like you know you don't want to be drunk and then the day after super early because you want to get done out of the way go to the gym it's probably not a good idea maybe like if you've had a few drinks like wake up have some water have something nice to eat before, something little to eat, so you get to the gym feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Just like around that training session, try and like get something decent in, mm. similar to what you normally would do at home. Yeah. Like before you work out and after you work out, try and be mindful of protein, try and be mindful of being hydrated. Especially if you're training abroad in a hot country like I train in Portugal, there was no air con and it was it was sweaty, man. Yeah, I couldn't hold yeah, on yeah. to one seventy.
1: And then you'll have, you'll often have to say you are just trying to get a normal hotel gym you'll often have to like vary your sessions a lot. So depending on the, the style of training that you're in, whether it's, I know you're probably talking for powerlifters here. But no, no, general people. General, whether whether you're a, a bodybuilder and you're doing like upper-lower splits or you're actually doing like bro splits, whatever. Um, when you get into a hotel gym, you'll probably just have to obviously vary it, but depending on how much you're training a week, you'll probably just have to maybe go like full bodies and stuff and then just like work around that. So say you're used to doing four or five sessions a week of Belowers or bro splits, and you're only in a, you're in a hotel gym, and they haven't got they've got limited equipment. You've just got to really try and work out yeah. how to get around that. Depending on the session that you're doing, so if you only do three sessions a week, just go into full bodies, work through all your planes of movement, and then you're still going to get a good outcome well, from that yeah. session. Yeah.
0: Well, like I said about like the diminished returns, like you you only have to do like let's say you do half the amount of volume that you normally do. So if you do like. Let's say you do your bro split, or you, even you do full body at home, and you're doing like four sets a week. Let's mm-hmm. uh, say so you're doing like twelve sets a week, so of like pressing exercises, you could drop that down to like six. Yeah. I think absolutely being flexible with it is 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 definitely the key. And like I said, you get to hotel gyms, they're not going to have the heaviest weights. No. They're not going to have you being able to deadlift what you would normally deadlift. So just being flexible with that is a good idea. Um, the good thing about that is like we just said about having two weeks off, it's no return, uh, no like no loss in muscle size but if you want to kind of tick on with your training then you have to use the other research that we know is like you've got the lighter weights rather than sticking to your normal reps so let's say you're normally squatting you're back squatting and you're doing I don't know three sets of six at uh, 140 kilos yeah 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 you might have to do with two dumbbells 20 kilos Sorry, side you might have to do sets of 20 yeah slow tempo but you're just modifying the training so like, just get some kind of stimulus yeah and looking at like the hypertrophy research, it's about the effective reps. It's about taking it as close to, to failure as it needs to be. Yeah. So if you're going to the hotel gym and you're like, oh, I'll swap my three sets of six for three sets of six with dumbbells, probably not the best idea. But if you're trying to maintain your muscle size while you're away, yeah. you don't need to worry too much. But if you want to like just keep pushing on, like two sets to like close to failure, which is going to be uncomfortable. And
1: you wouldn't want to do that training forever. But It will be uncomfortable. But it's, it's actually really, like, funny enough, that's actually... I quite like employing that training with a lot of people in the gym. Not necessarily like if they're squatting X amount and then they go down to dumbbells, but like actually getting used to making the weights that you're lifting as hard as possible before progressing in weight will save your joints, save your connective tissue yeah. a, a, a hell of a good good. So like, So, as you're saying, if they're used to squatting X amount or bench benching X amount, as soon as they go into that hotel gym, if they're just doing some kind of pressing movement with pauses, with Two, three second eccentric tempo. like yeah. it will make the reps still hard, closer failure, and you won't be putting anywhere near as much load through your joints, and you'll probably feel a little bit fresher actually. 100%. So if you find that you, especially if you've been a bit more aggressive that
0: final week and your yeah. body's a little bit sore, when you go on go on this holiday and you're modifying the sessions and doing lower, I really like you know uh, my Kysretel from no, Renaissance no. Periodization. is this massive bodybuilder and he put this session up he did in a hotel gym, mm. and his legs he's he's on he's on steroids and he's open about that. It's not like a, yeah. a thing. But he was doing like um I think he had like two twenty kilo dumbbells. He did like eighty reps. Wow. And he's like in the floor after it on the end. And that's extreme. <laughs> yeah, like, that's more that's getting a little bit too
1: far, but yeah.
0: But, but, same thing. But modifying the training and getting something out of it is massive. Let's say you go there and you're like you've got front squat and you're like, okay, I can't front squat, I'm gonna do dumbbell front squat. Yeah. I can't bench, there's no benches. I'm gonna do press up. Press ups is, press you up. could do that even if you haven't got a gym. Yeah. As a worse scenario even if you haven't got access to a gym and you wanted to do something just to maintain your conditioning you could do press ups with someone on your back or pressing you down a little bit you can do some split squat ISO holds easy, um, yeah. you can do some hamstring bridges you could do some like easy like prong YTIs, or you could do some kind of like we used to do towel rolls during uh, yeah, COVID yeah, hold yeah. onto a towel and put it as high as you can and if you just did that one or two sets a day if you wanted to do that to maintain your overall muscle conditioning mm. fantastic and if you feel better for doing that rather than having a week off and it starts to affect you yeah, fantastic man do it but I think just being flexible with it is, is the absolute key yeah
1: yeah yeah I completely agree handstand pushups you could do you could do handstand
0: pike or pike press oh pike press yeah. yeah the other thing I did, so I was on holiday for five days so in my instance I did do like I trained two sessions when I got back, but then I was away for five days. I trained once. I did do the session before because it was only one session to cram in. Yeah. And then I had a flexible template. So if you're only going away for four days and you want to keep your training going, just incorporate a flexible template where you're moving your sessions around. So probably your easiest session is when you're on holiday. Yes. Yeah. And then when you come back, you've got your harder sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that just again makes sense, so you can just incorporate the rules that we've just said of you easy session but drop the volume down by 30% so yeah. you're getting in and out fairly quickly if you're if you if you're limited for time. Um, and it means then that when you come back you've kind of kept your routine going. I think a flexible template is good for any, everyone anyway. Yeah. If you're, got
1: like, commi- you're committed you are because we had a night out on the Saturday. You then went in, trained hard on the Sunday, hungover, and then went on holiday. And
0: I'll tell you something as well. That was a tough hangover because I was sick in the morning a couple of times. Uh, That was that week. I pushed things to the limits. Externals was session one hungover by myself in the gym at 6 p.m. on a Sunday. One session on holiday in the Swedish gym I've been to. I
1: motivated you though, didn't I? You
0: motivated me. Yeah. Because you trained. Because I trained hungover. And then the Friday session, I got off the airplane, and then about an hour later, I was in the gym, and that was pushing it as well. Yeah. But yeah, we move,
1: we move, we do yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, I look
0: very good. Um, what do you do when you go on holiday? What's,
1: do you like to continue training, or do you like to do activities? Like resting, what do you like to do? It depends who I'm with really. So if I'm with if I'm with pals, or some or, or something like that, we would normally go and train. But Sam with Sam with my girlfriend, I think she'd probably be quite annoyed if I was to go and train. Oh really? Um, but to, because, as I was saying, because I'm naturally quite active anyway, like I've got OCD with that kind of stuff. Like I really struggle to sit still for probably longer than an hour. So I'll always just be moving, being active, all that kind of stuff. So wherever I go, I'll either be in the pool swimming, I'll be doing all that. <laughs> Swimming, how long you can hold your breath yeah, for? I was just gonna say, handstands. <laughs> Alex, Alex bro- can you wear uh, time underbreath? Let me try, to, <laughs> let me see how many lengths I can do. Yeah. I love that. She actually gets, I I literally give her some, like, a rock and I go, what, well, throw it, throw
0: it in. <laughs> I'll try and dive under it and go and get it's it. It's so funny because uh, I see, like, TikToks and videos. And it's, about, it's about, if you want to just chill on the beach, what you need to do for your man is, like, give him a bucket and spade and just start <laughs> digging all, or just throw him stuff in there. I love it, I, my favourite um, thing when I was in Portugal, I just love diving into the waves. I love it. There was a couple right. of times I got knocked out by the wave and then you get back up in the wave picture again and you like <laughs> you yeah. try to pretend it's not hurting you and you're like drowning <laughs> underwater. <laughs> yeah. ah,
1: You've ah, swallowed ah. loads of sea salt. <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> uh, I yeah. love it man. And it's like on the on the beach when I was, like I think I was on like a, a family holiday, this must have been last year. Um, everyone was chilling and then all of a sudden I just started building a pyramid. Like a huge one and I was knackered after. Like I was literally on all fours scraping sand into the middle of this pyramid and I was just I don't like a a Yeah, I'm just I'm just one of those I'm one of those kids that just needs to keep moving. So I won't be annoyed at myself if I don't train. Even when I went to Bali and that was um just over two weeks. I think I did one gym session and that was just because it was on a tiny island yeah there was a gym there that it was easy access to besides that I did nothing I was yeah. just being active we were walking loads so that I didn't really feel 100%. guilty at all and if anything and you, you shouldn't feel good anyway no exactly
0: you can it's easy to say that but like actually feeling it is different like I I like to train so I would also be like man not not guilt, but like I really want to train yeah like it would affect me immensely but your motivation's
1: higher isn't it so yeah. like when when it's like when I'm back I'm like right can't wait to train and stuff. And I use that as like I've had this time off. Let's get. I feel fresh. Let's no, get right, right into, into it now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I
0: think that could be good for like if you if you do struggle like motivational wise, like sometimes a little bit of a breakaway. The heart. What's it say Absence makes the heart, heart grow, grow fonder. Fond- exactly. Uh, you have a couple be- of weeks. So I feel like okay, I really want to start get back in training. Yeah,
1: though. there's loads of people in the gym um, who kind of say, "Oh, I'm going away this week" and, and stuff. Um, and I always say to them like if they have been training quite consistently I say you've earned a rest like don't feel guilty if you don't train like obviously if you do want to train please do but like enjoy chilling out man yeah, and then yeah. get that motivation as soon as you're back again I don't like it when people say I've earned a
0: holiday it's like you, you've you earned a holiday with your life man mm. like go and enjoy your holiday man like you don't have yeah. to train hard to earn a, earn a rest no no um, but yeah man like I think there's some good like you know do what you want to do when you're away but if you do want to train like you've only got to do a small amount to keep it going yeah yeah um I think we can uh, wrap things up there. I think we can leave yeah, the, uh, we perfect. had another, another subject, but we can save that for that. a short blaster for next week, I think. Yes. So uh, thank you everyone. I hope you found that a bit insightful in terms of like, what to do if you want to get into some concurrent training, how you can like get into the functional fitness world, if that's what you want to do. Um, and also hopefully if you've got holidays coming up, that either gives you a bit of peace of mind, if you were a little bit worried about not training, but also some guidance on if you want to, you know, keep your training going. Hopefully you've got something to take away from there. Like I said, Max is leaving. I am. The 22nd, we'll be going for drinks. Yes. Venue to be confirmed. But hopefully see you all there. And if you have any questions, as always, drop them below. And we will see you on the next one. Goodbye, guys. Cheers.